Brandon. Dan. How you doing, man? Hey, doing great, man. How about you? Oh. Oops. Okay, we're back. We're okay. back. Cool. Uh, oh, is that yeah. Fox is here, too? Fox? Dude. Foxy boy? I know. What's up, Fox, you know who I was just watching, man? Who? Like, literally, like, 30 seconds before I joined this voice, uh, I was watching Dory Love. Dory? Yeah, Dory. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was cooking some homosexuals. It was great. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> he's really good at that. <laughs> he's destroyed. I feel so bad. Yeah, oh, my word. The homosexual. Love that guy. Oh, my. He doesn't eat pork, and I really wonder why. Doesn't he eat pork? Wait, he doesn't eat pork? Whoa. Yeah, he says he holds to the Leviticus law. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I well, think he also... There's something else I saw that he did weird that I thought was weird, too. But I can't remember what it was I now. think it's because he's Jewish, though. I don't think it's because... Wait, he's I'm Jewish? i it up right now. I don't know. I don't know why else he would hold to that custom. I don't know. Let's sit. Well, Luke said he's going to go to Toronto, so let's just have like write down a bunch of questions for him to go and ask Duray for us. Oh, is that where he's staying? Nice. Where he's at? Yeah, he's in Toronto. Huh. That's cool. Um, do you guys see the logo I posted in the chat? Yeah, dude, that thing looks cool. I have not. Um, I. It's really simple. Dance drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's but, great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But What is that for? <laughs> it's for our podcast, bro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, that's what I thought it was for, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is today it's, episode one? It actually is. I didn't warn you ahead of time. <laughs> oh wait so this is like being broadcast live this is not being broadcasted no <laughs> it's going to be recorded beforehand so okay that. but yeah and it just messing around with it because uh even if we don't completely decide on doing it i just think it's kind of fun to mess with there you yeah. go so what have you guys been up to oh man surviving <laughs> Not thriving, surviving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> oh man, but um, no, I just been hanging out since school's been out. I've been, I've been trying to get in contact with my employer from last summer, and he hasn't gotten back with me yet. So I'm waiting on his response over this weekend. Hopefully, I'll get back to work next week. So, mm. yeah, but yeah, I just got um. I just got a phone call yesterday letting letting me know that I'm actually still going to be having my internship, which was awesome. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's cool. uh, I think you thought I was kind of going to just get shut down because of all the all the stuff. But yeah. Okay. I start on the 18th, so I kind of got like a week to do nice. whatever. Wait, so yeah. what's the internship for? Uh, it's at my church. They're sending oh, okay. me an email, I think. Okay, I was actually supposed. To I was going to ask you like where you were going to be doing it, so it's going to be at your church. Yeah, awesome. So that's going to be man's <laughs> Pastor Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Going to be awesome. That's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Oh man, how about you, Fox? Oh man, I've just been like literally looking at a map of California all day because I've been uh, basically trying because like the they updated the app for the maps on. Uh, on like iTunes, like or not on iTunes, on the like for the iPhone and stuff, like they updated the Maps app. So like every location you mark, like shows up, like even zoomed out. So basically, I've just been like marking every single location I've ever been to, and I've been going through the atlas alphabetically. And right now I'm in California, and I've been like marking stuff off for like the last like three hours. Oh, <laughs> so that was nice. Nice. Really nice. lost What's up? Ice cream? You want strawberries, caramel You want whipped cream? Yeah, absolutely who doesn't want whipped cream yeah she she knows how to make some good ice creams Ooh, nice. good. oh really yeah no it's tasty though but anyway so yeah so just doing that and uh what else am i trying to do oh yeah i'm trying to like continue like getting better at speaking german and nice. uh once i once i get that done i can finally uh buy a french curriculum so i can start learning french but my mom wants me to be completely fluent in German before I can do the French. 
Okay, ah. cool. Yeah. Nice. So, nice doing that. I'm trying to teach myself Hebrew. Oh, yeah, I know. I, see, I keep nice. seeing you say a little uh, yeah, yeah, I always put Hebrew it in word. the chat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me feel cool. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes Dan spiritual, just that he uses Hebrew words. <laughs> he dabbles in Hebrew. That's as far as my spirituality goes. <laughs> Hebrew letters. <laughs> Oh, hey, yo, Dan, are we still doing the Basilian uh, Bible study, or did that get canceled? Uh, it got canceled. Well, me and me and Luke had it two weeks ago, but it was just me and Luke. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then this last Saturday, I was, uh, I was dead. I was very <laughs> sick. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I I just I didn't know if people were gonna join in and just kind of have it anyway. Yeah, so what did it. you what did you have, Dan? Did you have the coronavirus? Or did you have your something boy, else? Your boy most likely had the virus. Oof. That's Whoa, rough, bro. That's, that's rough. I didn't get now you can't join the military. I didn't get tested because uh <laughs> they have to like shove something down your throat and I'm not Yeah, I'm not yeah that that's not fun. <laughs> that's grody. But uh yeah, I had all the symptoms and it was just it was horrible. But that's rough. I'm that's good bad. now. Bro. All right. That's well, nice. Praise well, the Lord, you're feeling better. better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, sure. Dan, do you have my Mormonism book still? I do, yes. Okay, cool. I was making sure that, like, you had it, because I was worried that I lost it to someone else or something. No, I, wow, I actually read that over Christmas break. If you need it back, I can mail it to no, you. No, dude, dude, I'll just get it back in, uh, what's it called? I got plenty of other resources and stuff. I was just making sure that, like, I knew where it was, at least, you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, dude, it was really cool. Those guys came, the guys who wrote it came to my church and like did like a huge long presentation. And like we were allowed to ask questions and stuff because we were at like a really small church out in like nowhere. So basically it was just like, it was super amazing. Oh, that's cool. It was good stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Is Dan... Luke here? Oh, no. No, he's not no, no, here. No, yet. I just texted him. Um, but, yeah. This summer, I have decided uh, to read that book you suggested, Dan, uh, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands. Pretty excited about it. Sounds. Oh, that's such a good book, man. Yeah. I read that twice. Nice. I read it for, uh, for my first counseling class, and then I had to, I had to read it over um, summer. Yeah. For my AGL position. Cool, cool. So. Yeah, I'll be reading that for. Yeah, it, dude, I so. got asked to be a. I got asked to be a GL, but I haven't accepted it yet. Oh, because okay. I'm still waiting for my. Uh, I had my RA interview a few days. Uh, actually, it's like a week ago now. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't heard back. And he said, he said, I think two days ago that we should find out by the end of this week. Okay. Well, so. praying that goes cool. well. Hopefully, all yeah, that'd be work awesome. Out. Yeah, I'm. I either I don't know, dude. The thing is, is it's not in freshman dorm, which is like really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Oh, yeah. Where are you going to be a GL for? Do you know? It would be in Ironside. Well, that's still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, which is good because I'd like to stay in Ironside, but oh yeah, you no know, more freshman floors kind of sucks. Yeah. Dude, Josh Hall is a uh, AGL in Johnson. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah, he told me. I was like, bruh. I was. Yeah, he's, um, that's gonna be wild. What was it? It's, I got the position for GL, but I did not get any information as to where that would be assigned. So, not sure. Well, yeah, you're an AGL or a GL, Brandon? They, they said GL, so I was very Holy surprised by cow, that. Bro. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you were the only mature one in your entire <laughs> group. <laughs> well, right? Andrew was pretty amazing, and I, I oh, yeah, uh, nominated yeah. him, and I was like, dude, he's got to get a GL position. Yeah, seriously. And then he told me that he hadn't gotten anything when I told him that I had. So I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah, they they try to go for, like, really uh, outgoing people. Okay. But I don't know. I didn't talk to Andrew. I did. The one time I did talk to him, I was like, ah, this man's like a walking Bible. I, he is insane. I love that man to death. He is they gave him Micah 3 said, like, who, why do you know the book of Micah? <laughs> yeah. Right? Luke yeah. is here. <laughs> I'm here. Luke. Luke. Hey, man. Yeah. Your beautiful voice. I miss it from our mind. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, gents. Lows took a bit longer than intended. That's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Luke, how you doing? Oh, dude, I'm so tired. 
I start. Are you, what? What? Are you working every day? Yeah. Oof. You gotta quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> There's some like well, truck driving by my house, and it's beeping its horn, but it sounds like a like a clown horn. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know why. Perfect. It's Perfect. Creep me out, bro. Oh man. Do you guys think we'll be allowed to have ice cream trucks after the incident? Oh, I hope oh, not. Man. I didn't even think about that. Those things are all gone. Man, I dude, oh. what do you want? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Oof. dad. Oof. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Should we do should we do prayer requests? Yeah, sure. Yeah, never, never a bad idea. All right, Brandon, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, well, uh, once again, this weekend we'll be recording stuff for our services, so I guess that's pretty much a weekly thing. But um, yeah, my dad just talked to me and my mom uh last week sometime about uh he's trying to write up plans right now for transition back to uh normal services and he's got a pretty Ah. decent plan right now but uh just praying that everything goes well and that we will be able to uh do this smoothly without offending the masses (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) so just being careful about that and making sure that we are doing our best to carry out the Lord's ministry the way that he wants us to at this time. So mm. just mm-hmm. guidance and counsel for that. So for sure. Awesome. Yeah. All right. How about you? Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm doing pretty dang good right now. Just, I That's guess. Great. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing really is probably just to like stay focused. Cause like I'm okay. supposed to be applying for like scholarships all summer. Ooh. And I'm supposed to start like yesterday. But I kind of did a little bit yesterday, and then today I told my mom I would, and then I didn't. And I, like, have been just, like, kind of hanging out all day, which I'm like, what am I doing? But then I just, like, I'll get it in five minutes, and then, like, just keep saying that repeatedly, you know what I mean? So it's like, I need to just keep, like, that focus. You know, it's like I wanted to have my summer, but, you know, it's wise to try to get some some moolah for uh, next semester and stuff like that. So what I'm trying to do right now. Definitely. Yes, that's Lucas? Um, uh, for that I could balance work and, uh, and just kind of try to still stay uh, the work. (laughs) And, uh, and I'm also driving Uber tomorrow, so. Oh, yes. Safety. To see the, to see the woman's? Yes. All right. Awesome. Ah. Notice how that was plural. That's tomorrow, right? <laughs> that's, yes, that's that's tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, that was plural, but it was the wrong plural. So bad. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, what? So I know. That was. I'm sorry, Luke. I apologize one more time for being yeah. a it's terrible, okay, buddy. <laughs> a terrible peninsula share. Good yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, Man, gosh. my shit's doesn't help. Doesn't help. What is happening? Yeah, I'm <laughs> so many tomorrow, things. and um, we're uh, we're we're staying the night at her grandmother's house. Well, oh, you are. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> we just. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, damn. The saddle. I need maturity. <laughs> Not oh, on purpose. On to Dan. <laughs> um, so just the the past like four days, I've just done nothing. Um, but Amen. it's good because it's not good. But <laughs> the good part about it is that I've really started reading the Bible a lot. Not just a lot more, but a lot more frequently, like throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, which is like a goal of mine because it can get really hard to do that. Yeah. Um, But like I said before, my internship is coming up and I'm kind of nervous about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I really want that to go well. Uh, I really want to get good ministry experience. 
Uh, and I'm at the same time, my, my church doesn't do, uh, they're really focused on in reach rather than outreach. Okay. Um, which is, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but I do, uh, like I was telling you guys before I was watching a guy, uh, Dory love, you know, just doing street evangelism and stuff. And, you know, I kind of thinking about, it, I miss doing that with like Fox and, yeah. and Josh and stuff. I miss doing evangelism and outreach. Yeah. Uh, and so just an opportunity for outreach and opportunities to share the gospel and stuff would be really, really appreciated to pray for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Same Absolutely. here. Same here. Same here for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should all be praying for each other that God gives us more opportunities to really do his work, what he wants for us. So for sure. Yeah. All right, Fox, you want to, you want to pray for us and then we'll get into John two. Yeah, sure. I might, I probably won't remember most of you guys' uh, prayer requests, but I'll just do a, <laughs> a very good general prayer. Okay. okay. All right. Lord, uh, thank you for letting us come together once again in your name, Lord. I uh, pray that you'd help us just to diligently study your word tonight and just to really, uh, really try to delve deep into it and try to uh, earnestly seek you in it. I know you're here among us because we're gathered in your name, and I pray that you just will move among us and have your spirit moving among us and just uh, just guide us, Lord. And I pray that you just help us, give us opportunities for ministry, give us uh, wisdom and guidance on like how that ministry is supposed to work, whether we should be out in the street or we should be online still or whatever, Lord. I pray you help us to uh, just keep our strength up while we work and just uh, heal us if any of us are recovering from sicknesses or anything like that. Help us just to uh, really be diligent in what we do and do it to your glory and just uh, just give us strength in all we do and help us just to be pursuing you first, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, Brandon. Lead okay. us, brother. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, before we go any further, Fox, do you have your Bible like you said you would? Yes. Ah, yes, it's right here. I was looking for it. I was like, No. <laughs> oh man well good i'm glad that you have your bible fox that will come in very handy for a bible study so (laughs) all right so um just a reminder we are in john 2 1 through 12 is that is Mm -hmm. everyone in agreement for that or have i prepared for uh three hours today for no reason <laughs> no, Three hours, goodness. Dude, goodness. I got right. back from picking up Starbucks for my sister, and I sat down in front of my computer. I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be great, and I really want this to go well for all of us." And so, I was like, "Let's study up awesome. a little more," you know. So, but yeah, awesome. so John two Buddha. one through twelve in the NASB. All right, um, I'll read through the 12 verses, and then our focus is going to be on verse 4 today. Okay, quick question. Yes. You guys do say NASB, right? I, I, yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. yesterday my mom criticized me and told me no one says it like that, the losers. And NASB? I was like, yo. I, yeah, I it's because like, I heard you guys oh, pronounce like, it that way. Right. I was like, that's so much easier than NASB, you know? <laughs> Whole Bible study is losers. So I'll have to do Bible. <laughs> oh, study. I need to do Bible. We are study. all in agreement. All right. Well, that works. <laughs> I agree. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, John two one through twelve. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, "They have no wine." And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does, have, what does that have to do with us? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification, containing twenty or thirty gallons each. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it to him. When the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man serves the good wine first, and when the people have drunk freely, then he serves the poorer wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. 
This beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum, and he and his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there a few days. So, obviously, the very popular story of the first recorded miracle of Jesus Christ's ministry, the miracle of turning water to wine at this wedding. Um, it's uh, very, obviously, I already said, uh, very well known, and I feel like there's been a very great emphasis. Uh, I've heard many passages, uh, many messages on uh, chapter two, verse four, not specifically, but they focused on this verse before. And I just feel like there's a lost emphasis that, uh, that I just haven't seen a lot on the phrase that Christ says at the very end of this verse, my hour has not yet come. So, um, just outside of a biblical context, what does that phrase mean to you guys? Do you have like a definition or anything? Did you say outside or inside of the biblical context? Outside of the biblical context. What does that phrase sound like to you? Just like not like now. A, yeah. It's not time yet. Yeah, it's it's not time yet. That's exactly what I actually had written out. It's it's the phrase that they used uh, back in the day. Obviously, they didn't speak English, but <laughs> that's uh, the phrase of us saying just, it's not time yet, you know? So um, if you delve into that phrase specifically a little bit deeper, um, uh, in my Ryries, it actually explains it a little bit more, saying that uh, the to explain this phrase, the time for him, Christ, to manifest as the Messiah had not yet come. That's what Christ was referring to when he was telling Mary uh, that his hour had not yet come. Um, so when you think of the word manifest, uh, I, I think of three very uh, important events in Christ's adult uh, ministry, his, his ministry here on earth. Um, there were three different events that were pretty uh, important that I think that the word manifest can be used to describe very used to describe that event very well. Um, the first one was one that we talked about a couple weeks ago uh, about Christ's baptism. Um, that event was used to manifest or reveal, which is another word for manifest, that Christ was God. It was a way for them to manifest his deity. It was to show that he is God. He is the son of God. Um, another uh, time would be right now. At the very end of chapter 2, uh, verse 11, sorry, not the end of chapter 2, verse 11 in this passage, um, it says, this beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. When it's talking about manifesting his glory, this manifestation isn't showing his deity per se, it's revealing the beginning of Christ's earthly ministry. Hmm. And uh, and then the third use, the third event that I thought manifest is used very well, um, is used in a different kind of definition. But when I also think of manifest, I also think of culmination, the pinnacle. So when I think of the pinnacle, the culmination of Christ's ministry, I also think of how he died on the cross for us, for our sins, obviously, right? So I just thought that those were three very important events that the word manifest is very importantly used uh, that can very well describe three very important events in Christ's ministry. Um, and so back to uh, the verse specifically. Um, Jesus was speaking to his mother, obviously. Uh, he was kind of overwhelmed with her. She was uh, coming up to him. She's like, they have no wine. She's freaking out. She's like, what, what are we going to do? You know? And it's kind of Mary just expressing her excitement as well. Because imagine for Mary, she knew who Christ was going to be before she gave birth to him. 
she knew that God, that Jesus Christ was, is God, is God. And so like Mary comes to him with this problem. They have no wine. What, what do you think she's at telling him for this for? She's telling him this because she knows he can fix it. She's just like a typical mother in this situation. She's like trying to show off everything that her baby can do. You know, she's like, I know that he can fix this. And he's, she's trying to show the world. She's trying to be that step that Christ can take to show the world, um, what he can do and who he is. So I just thought that was really awesome to see how human that Christ responded to her with, uh, my hour has not yet come. Christ was just using a common phrase to say to her, hey, it's not time yet. It, and in this context, it seems like he's more of just like calming her down. You know, he's just he's just using this phrase to ease her mind, because even though he said that his hour has not yet come immediately after uh, Mary says to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. So um, right after that. Christ starts taking steps towards that miracle. So that phrase wasn't being used to specifically say like, hey, it's literally not time yet. He was using it more to just calm Mary down. So uh, the the specific context of that phrase in this passage is very, it's just revealing Christ's humanity because he used such a common words to just calm his mother down. It was such a human interaction between him and his mother. So I just thought that was really interesting. And uh mm. so I I just I just really love seeing how obviously God Christ was is God and man, you know. So it was really awesome to see his humanity shown through this. Um but that that was just something really interesting to me. Um, any thoughts on any of that so far? So when, um, when Mary's kind of coming up to him and asking him, mm-hmm. uh, is she knowingly asking Jesus to reveal himself? I, I believe that she's, uh, <laughs> as a mother, would I believe that she's kind of like prodding Jesus. She's like, she's trying to get him to do it because she wants him to. She's so proud of who her son is that she wants mm. him to be shown to the world. So I think she's trying to get him there, but, uh, and, and obviously God works of his own, of his own decision. He is, he is sovereign. So, Christ obviously was going to use this event, whether Mary came up to her, came up to him or not. But it was just really interesting to see that uh, Mary was coming up to him because, like, it was just a great display of how much of a mother she was being at that time. Mm. Gotcha. So yeah. Um, anything else? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think that verse four is like hilarious i just always <laughs> laugh whenever i read him like saying like woman what do i have to do with you you know it's just hilarious like, <laughs> yeah it, just, and i always like laugh and glance at my mom and she's just all like you know got this smirk on her face and just like yeah it's kind of a funny interaction it is it's just like i said it's just really interesting to see that humanity that christ was able to uh make so personal mm. with he and his mother so it was it was just really great to see that it's a good question that that Jesus asked. I mean, oh, yeah. running out of out of wine in a wedding was a very embarrassing thing to happen. Yeah. Um, and so when Mary runs up to Jesus, she's like, "Oh, they they have no wine left." It's a good question that Jesus asked. What does that What does that have to do with me? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a problem for the for the bride and groom, not not for somebody attending. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that would even be an embarrassing thing happen today. You know, you you're having a yeah. wedding and. Yeah. You run out of wine. You're not going to run up to one of the guests and say, "Listen, how many of you wine left? We need you to to like spare some money so we can go get." Like, it's yeah. an embarrassing thing. Yet Mary runs to not to somebody with wealth, but but to her son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, um, I I really liked uh, looking at that with uh, that context specifically. But I also mm-hmm. had a uh, – do, do you have something to add, Luke? Uh, I, I said I okay. have to send somebody on a run to the ABC store. But, yeah, I mean uh, – we yeah, my uncle's wedding they uh they ran out of butter and <laughs> yeah. that people were not happy. It was kinda like never go to that caterer again, but that's that's an example. I mean Yeah. But it didn't have anything to do with like with the guests and nobody ran to like my dad or uh my uncle and said, Hey, we don't have yeah. butter. Can you fix yeah. this? Oh. Call up Stephen Furtick. Tell him we don't have butter. Oh yeah, <laughs> my man, my man Stephen Furtick. Oh, Goodness me. Oh my. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was really good. And one last thing in the context of this passage specifically, before I go into something else, uh, it down in verse eleven when it says. Uh, this beginning of his signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. If you uh, look up what signs means, um, it defines it as attesting miracles. It's uh, miracles that are being per- being enacted for a reason, which all of God, uh, Christ's miracles were done for a reason, obviously, right? But um, I just thought it was really interesting to see that John, when he writes this book, he uses the word signs, uh, preferably over miracles, because he's emphasizing that these signs, he's emphasizing the significance of these miracles rather than the miracles themselves. So I thought that was really interesting. And like, what is that significance? This is a, a question for you guys. What is the significance? Why, like, what are these miracles for? What are, what? What are uh, these miracles being used the... for? Like, what's the significance of these signs? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I, I think... like... Doesn't, uh... Go ahead, Pac. Okay, yeah, okay. So basically, I feel like, because I remember, uh, it's it's somewhere, Han. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But basically, I think Jesus kind of explains what they're for because he like says yeah. that uh, you know, like of the seven like testament or like the like something not the seven, but like like basically the test of like stuff that testifies for him. You know, he's like the Father yeah. testifies, you know, about me. John testifies about me. Mm-hmm. I testify about myself, and then also my miracles testify about me. So I think that would be like probably a big purpose of them. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, these these signs or miracles, the significance, the significance behind these miracles is revealing to us. He is God. <laughs> it, obviously, so uh, when I earlier talked about uh, the manifestation, uh, which is used specifically in uh, verse 11, manifested his glory, um, it's showing, it's revealing who he is, and also specifically to this passage, it's revealing the very beginning of God's works and ministry on earth. So, uh, well, physically. <laughs> Obviously, he's been working in, on the earth th- for all eternity since the existence mm-hmm. of the earth, but specifically, this was the beginning of Jesus Christ's ministry at this point. Hmm. So, I just thought that yeah. was really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool that that God can reveal himself. Yeah. Jesus revealing himself as the son of God and at the same time show compassion on people and meet the needs of humans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he kind of does that at the same time. I think it's it's really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I had one other thing if anybody doesn't have anything else to add. I have one last thing. Let's hear it, Brandon. All right. Well, <laughs> um, now I what I just did is we just looked at the significance of the phrase, my hour has not yet come. We looked at the significance of that phrase in the context of that passage specifically. Now let's look at this phrase in the context of Jesus's his entire ministry. If you'll go to John chapter 8, verse 20, um, 
I'll give you a second to get there, but um, almost word for word, this phrase is used again in John eight twenty. Um, but Christ is not the one who speaks it this time. Uh, instead, it's being spoken through John, the author. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, the verse says, these words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple and no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Ooh, so interesting. what does, because his hour had not yet come in this context, what does that phrase mean? In the previous one, it was talking about, it, he was calming down his mother. He was just trying to ease the situation. He was trying to ease her mind. In this context, what is this phrase referring to? If you read I think it's through, about the cross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's about his crucifixion. It says, and no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Obviously, that heavily implies this is the, his hour had not yet come to be crucified. He w- this was not yet his time to die for our sins. And obviously, it wasn't because there's so much more to the book of John after John chapter 8 verse 20 obviously, right? Um, Mm. So when you look at this phrase and its significance to the entirety of Christ's earthly ministry, it just baffles me. It makes me think of how perfect of a plan and and the way that plan is held, uh, carried out and the timing of every step of that plan that God has created for Christ while he was on earth uh, as a human ministering to us. Um, so many times in the Gospels, uh, it talks about these times when the Pharisees are prodding Jesus. They're just constantly going at him. They're constantly trying to get him to slip up, and he never does. Specifically, this passage is, uh, chapter 8, is a just a long, long debate. It starts with um, the Pharisees bringing the adulterous woman up to Christ. And when he uh, speaks back to the Pharisees saying, he who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. It's this entire chapter is just him going back and forth with the Pharisees, trying to get them, get through their thick skulls, (laughs) how dumb they are, trying to really get God, God to sin, you know? Like mm. it, this, this phrase, because his hour had not yet come is so important and such a definition of Christ's earthly ministry because everything was planned out and timed perfectly by God. So I just thought when I started looking up references to look at like uh, connections with this phrase specifically, or this thought, it just reminded me of how perfect God had created this plan for Christ on earth. And Mm. then for a personal application, like just remember God had a perfect plan for Christ. He has a perfect plan for each and every one of us. As long as we're following him, we will completely carry out that plan and we will, we'll fall. Obviously we're going to fall every once in a while, but if we are following God, he has a perfect plan and perfect timing for everything in our lives. Mm. That, it, it was just amazing to me to see that uh, uh, emphasized with this phrase specifically. Yeah. Wow. So, mm. any thoughts? Everybody's quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna my, my sister's alarm is going off in the other room. I'm gonna go shut it off. Quick. All right, but yeah, that I just I just loved going through that it, when I got the chance when I knew that I had the chance to uh, go through this with you guys. As soon as I read this passage, it was just like wow, this is so amazing. <laughs> I just really really yeah. loved learning about that. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting. That's for sure. I'm trying yeah. to look at this. I'm back. You're good. Oh, okay. I like that connection, though, Brandon, between John mm-hmm. 2 and John 8. Yeah. 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 I mean, the phrase is know. used in very different ways, but it was yeah. really interesting to see how that phrase is used, how it's used in those two different ways. So. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. What you got, Fox? Yo, I was actually just trying to delete something for a second. I, I looked and I can't oh, really okay. find anything really. <laughs> to, uh, I'm trying to hold on to the water powers. I don't know. I had like something weird earlier come into my head. Like, Yeah. And obviously you don't have to speak specifically on what I was talking about. If you guys have any yeah. other thoughts of, on John too, totally. I'm... I'm not keeping you from that. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Okay. So my thing, it, it's like something like not extra biblical, but just like kind of weird. Like I was thinking, like, oh, you know, like when the the waiter says, you know, hey, most people give the good stuff first and the worst stuff yeah. last. You've given the worst stuff first and the, save the best for last. It's like, oh, you know, God kind of did that with like revealing himself to us. You know what I mean? Like he kind of like had like the people in the Old Testament, you know, they had to have a lot of faith and they would just end up in the paradise or whatever. And then basically now in our time, we can accept Christ and have eternal life just like off the bat. You know what I mean? He's like given the best at the last. I don't know. That was just like a little thing that went through my head earlier. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I, I texted you, Brandon, the other day saying this, mm. but I think John 2, 5 yeah. is the most underrated verse in all of scripture. Yeah, I agree oh, with yeah. you there. It, it's Mary saying, whatever he says to to you, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, man, how, how applicational for us today mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. when taking the words of scripture, whatever he says, do it. And so now we have the rest of this passage. Mary's telling these servants, whatever he says, just to go do it. And so verse uh, seven, Jesus tells them to do the first thing, fill the water pots with water. And so okay. they do it. Verse eight, now draw some and bring it to that water. So they do it. Um, and notice how it's fulfilled. Uh, mm-hmm. The miracle is fulfilled by the following of simple steps, mm-hmm. simple application. Um, when given commands by Christ, when following those commands, you can guarantee something supernatural is going to happen. Yeah. And so I I always try to connect any application or any command back to the last thing that Jesus said before he ascended. And that's Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Oh, yeah. And so what if we take this John 2, 5, and we take it right before the Great Commission, right before Matthew 28, 19, and 20, uh, 18 and 20. Um. So let's read those back to back. So Matthew 28, I think it's 18 or 20. So John 2, 5, whatever he says to you, do it. And Jesus came up and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm-hmm. And so we have those simple steps to take. We have the mm-hmm. same application that the, that the servants had when fulfilling this, unknowingly fulfilling this miracle. We have yeah. the same thing. Uh, and you have that all throughout scriptures. You never have Jesus giving someone a command that they can't fulfill. He didn't, he didn't say to the servants, make this water wine. <laughs> uh, he didn't, he doesn't tell anybody to die and rise, rise from the grave. Uh, he doesn't tell the disciples to feed 5,000 with what they have. No, he, he tells them to take simple steps. And through those simple steps, he performs the supernatural. And so we have that same thing in the Great Commission and and the promise is that not many people will fulfill those first simple steps. First, they want Jesus to do something supernatural, and then they'll start to fulfill the steps. And we have that in reverse today. It's we fulfill the simple steps. We do the things that were commanded, 
and we see Christ work in that. But it it starts with following the simple steps, and I think it starts with listening to the command that that Mary gives in John two five, which is yeah. do whatever you're told. Yeah, that's amazing. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, that's really cool. Especially putting those verses back to back, that's really interesting. Hmm. Any other thoughts on the passage? I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> I guess I've been kind of, I was just kind of thinking like, you know, I feel like it's so weird how big of an emphasis the Catholic Church like really puts on Mary and stuff like that. When she really like really shows up in like this passage and then like the birth of Christ and then like two other spots in scripture. You know what I mean? Like other than that, it's like nothing crazy happens, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it's just kind of odd that they like puts such a huge emphasis on her when uh, when she's like a very like small portion of scripture. Yeah. Um, thinking of, of that verse, verse 11, the beginning of his sign, Jesus did in Canaan of Galilee and manifested his glory. And his disciples believed in him. And then it's, I think it's John, John 21, 25. Yeah, the very last verse of, of John, it says, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, mm-hmm. which if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books that would be written. Yeah. And so whenever I, whenever I'm, I always read one of the gospels during devotions and it's, I think it's because you can get the most applicational steps in, in the gospels. Yeah. Uh, you have the best picture to follow, I guess. Um, but they're small. Like mm-hmm. if you think about even the Bible, it's compared to other books, it's a really small book. It, yeah. It's it's packed. I mean, it's a student handbook. Reading through the power <laughs> of the Spirit is insane. Um, yeah. And you can read one verse for years and still get something out of it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, it's something that's kind of small. And only so much of it is is Jesus life on earth. It's yeah. only four gospels and they're all the same same story, different perspective. Yeah. And so if you take it now, that's really small. Yeah. I mean, but now you have this this very last verse that John writes and there are there are also many other things which Jesus did which if they were written in detail, the world itself would not contain the books that would be written. <laughs> like I um, I think it was one of my fr- my friend Alvin. His mom once said that they that she hopes that the uh, that heaven has a good movie theater. Oh yeah, so we can watch <laughs> the life of Jesus. Like whenever I read it, I, I just wonder how much stuff was left out and how much stuff like we don't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was no. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. Even um, the first, yeah, good there, Luke. Luke, you are lagging a storm, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if he was walking in slow motion. Oh, okay. I, you're good now. Is he? Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I guess not. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. I can hear you now. Oh, yeah. Better? Okay, sorry. I'm having all kinds of trouble with Discord tonight. Oh, man. Dang it. Were you... I thought you had something to say, Luke. Some deep theology. Me? Oh, I, yeah. I did. I had sort of like a question. Oh, okay. Ah, that was about verse one. I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but was there any like specific significance to the wedding in Cana of Galilee or why why was uh does anybody know why Jesus was there or is it just kind of like was there what it says in chapter two it doesn't have a lot of significance to it but I'm sure there have been a lot of studies that have gone through it I'll have to look something up yeah um kind of something and it um, says on the third day no, there was a wedding. Like I don't know what the third day like is in relation well, to. 
wasn't the third day like feast or something? The third day of the feast went on for like a week. The the third day Oh, third day I of the wedding. It, okay. It was the third day of the wedding. Oh, okay. Weddings would take place for, for quite some time. Yeah. I didn't know if you meant the third day of the wedding or the third day me. of the week. Mm. Yeah, weddings are, are supposed to last a while. And mm. to have wine only last to the third day. Uh, weeks Um, <laughs> But the thing is, is that in... In ancient times and in the time of Jesus, I don't want to say ancient times, you know, calling Jesus old. Um, in <laughs> well, in the times of Jesus, so. yeah, old man, old man um, Jesus. <laughs> wine was was drank pretty often. Um, it mm. was it was pretty much more pure than the water they drank. Huh. Um, and to actually avoid drunkenness with how much wine was drank i mean you you're drinking a lot of wine if you're running out you know like first off what do you why are you running out how much do you need <laughs> um, and so they would actually dilute wine and water they would put them together mm. so doesn't that make the first step that jesus commands that makes makes it make sense yeah um to fill these with with water like okay well then where's the wine gonna come from but he changes the water itself into wine which i wonder like is it okay is it no longer diluted is this like pure wine now which is why when the the head waiter tries it he's like oh this is the best stuff yeah you've you've saved the best but um honestly you you don't have that a lot uh all, all throughout scriptures, you kind of have, before a miracle, you kind of have uh, some weird steps given. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring it up all the time to march, march around the city uh, of Jericho. Like that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That's not a, a normal step to take. You're going to go fight a giant. What are you going to do? Okay. You're going to take five stones. That, that doesn't really <laughs> make sense. Yeah. Um, But this does. And I just thought it was kind of, good to know that that the commands that we have written in scripture that the things that jesus tells us to do some of them really don't make sense like hold on you want me to leave mother brother wife? you you want me to be able to forsake everything and pick up my cross and deny myself and follow you like that yeah that doesn't really make sense but in the sight of valuing christ more than anything it does make sense. It makes all the sense in the world to be ready to leave everything on the, on the spot, to, to risk it all, to go and be crucified for Christ at any cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, Thank that's you. good. Dude, what is, what is the rest of John 2? Do we have something... Something juicy for next week, too? First Passover, cleansing the temple. Oh, yeah. A whip <laughs> of cords. Fox, that's you, isn't it? What's, uh, maybe. Wait, yeah. Is mine next week? Yeah. I think so. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, that's... A, that's going to be, oh, man, that's gonna be a good one. I can't about the new birth. What the heck? That's the next one. Oh, too Ooh, bad, man. Dude. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> yeah. John three, like John three sixteen, gets like all the credit, but John right? three is like, oh, all of that's it. That's Jesus preaching the gospel. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's and it almost like he does it in like a like a really like like just kind of like weird way too. You know what I mean? Like he like does it, but like he uses like a ton of like examples. They're just like you're like what? You know what I mean? Like and yeah. stuff like that it's pretty amazing yeah yeah okay cool well you'll have verse cool. 13 through 25 if you need okay i was gonna bring this up last week mm-hmm. um so i was very fortunate for a person in my church to to give me uh lagos the bible software with okay a lot and a lot of commentaries nice. and so if any of you guys need uh, a commentary before a Bible study or anything on a specific passage, 
you could always let me know and I can send you a bunch of stuff. Um, awesome. He sent me a lot that I probably will never get through <laughs> a, a quarter of it in the in- entire life. <laughs> um, I'm serious. I don't yeah, know why. There's a lot. He sent me every single book of Shakespeare, but I have that <laughs> too if you want something. Oh. <laughs> so, like Fox, if you want something on 13 through 25 or whatever, just you know, send me a text and I'll send you the longest email you could ever imagine. (laughs) Yeah, I probably will take you on that. I'm also going to probably ask my mom because she's like the best. Like, oh, man, she just comes up with some of the weirdest stuff. And I'm just like, yo, I just weird. Nice. (laughs) Bring up some. Well, I I would never expect. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, (laughs) I've actually been meaning to ask you, Dan, what stuff you use, because like you refer to a lot of stuff sometimes. and I'm like, man, where does he get all this? Yeah. For the majority, I really, unfortunately, the one thing that I don't have is a lot of Ironside for the New Testament. I have a ton of Ironside for the Old Testament. Okay. Um, and I, I love Ironside. Yeah. Especially when it's, you know, the Proverbs. Yeah. Uh, I also use a lot of MacArthur, uh, CSB notes, Schofield references. Um, cool. Those are my main things ones i also use the baker new testament that's what i was i was using for this was the baker new testament commentary on john okay um and then just a bunch of different bible translations to see differences in verses yeah yeah that's cool that's cool so all right boys that was a really good study i really enjoyed that yeah yeah that was interesting Thank you, Brandon, for, for leading. Yeah, excellent job, yeah, well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I'm really glad that I got to do that. So thanks. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll just – it's kind of upsetting. We only get to do this once a week, but I understand that our, our schedules do mm-hmm. uh, change things up. But I'm thinking we'll just we'll just keep on this rotation if you guys want so we all get a, a yeah. chance. Obviously, if, if one of you guys can't one week, we'll, I can always just read it and we'll talk about it kind of thing. But – yeah, uh, I definitely cool. want you guys to have opportunities to, you know, study out the passage in three hours a day, like Brandon. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm down for sure. This will be good. And so, are we doing the Basilian study tomorrow too? Is that's going on? Uh, I sent out an email, but I forgot that you're not in Basilian. And yeah, I forgot oh, yeah. what I said in that email. So give me a second. Let me you, take a look at what I said. You sent right. it out, and it. I thought you had just changed the time to like uh, temporarily to that one Saturday or something. Is it? I this, don't know when this, it normally is. Yeah, we used to have it on Friday, but okay. everybody couldn't really make it. Okay. <laughs> so I changed it to what Saturday. Does Saturday work Saturday? for you guys? I, it yeah. does not work for me every other Saturday. As long as it's you not in the morning, box? I'm fine. I said I can't do it every other Saturday evening because I do a Bible, like a young adults Bible study with, uh, with my my church in uh, Greenville, and we're like we do like like three hour long Bible studies because we do like worship, p- prayer time, and then like an hour and a half like studying like four verses. It's insane. Our, our leaders are great, yeah. So we do some good stuff. What church is that? The chapel or something? What? Yeah, Calvary Chapel of Greer. You, should, you guys okay. got to check it out when that uh, back. It's really awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. Sounds good. Yeah, I love it. I think I have one of those in Connecticut. Yeah, they're really cool. Like, you got to be careful because, like, they're – because they can be – like, we're more contemporary. So, so I've been to, like, one or two that are, like, a little, like, eh, you know, like, watered down. But, like, the one back in Idaho is amazing. Like, he's just always, like – really deep and uh, really like into the gospel, especially because we're a Mormon country. So he like has to make sure he presents it like every sermon. Cause there's like Mormon, like, you know, we get, there's more yeah. Mormons than like, I don't even know. It's like a lot. And then basically the Greer guy is really great too. So, I mean, you guys could just check out some of their sermons online too. They both have them online and they're really good. What is it called again? So the one, uh, so the one I go to in Greer is Calvary Chapel of Greer, but the one that I would recommend for sermons is probably uh, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, just because he's honestly like my favorite preacher I've ever listened to. So Emmett? Emmett, E-M-M-E-T-T. So if you just type in like Calvary Chapel of Emmett, it it, should be like somewhere like in Idaho, because that's where it's at. Calvary Chapel of Emmett. Got it. Awesome. And I'm like, right now I'm listening to his uh, 
his sermon series on Revelations, which is actually or not Revelation, Ooh. Revelation, and that's really good. Yeah, he's like nice. I mean, you know, we go uh, verse by verse through the whole Bible, so he's got like thirty sermons on the entire book. Like it's insane. Michael Hughes. Yeah, he's awesome. Awesome. I'll I'll give it a listen. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. All right, all right, guys. I'll head off. It was good to study John two with you guys. Yeah. All right. Good then. Yeah, I all think right. I'm gonna you head out too. Good. I got supper with family. So, all right. All right. Good talking to you, you guys. Right. Yeah. It was-